Hello and welcome to a Cardinal Cast. Um, I thought I'd take a few minutes to share our plan for remote learning. We've had a lot of uh, students and parents. Well, and two days ago, we had a lot of uh, teachers asking that same question. Um, so I wanted to just see if I could record a video that we could share through social media. Um, so at least you could hear the guidelines that we've kind of lined out, but um, we do know that this is all subject to change. Um, so that's what this video is going to be for. Thanks for tuning in. I hope it helps. I'm going to switch screens for you here. I wanted to start with um, something that I kind of posted last night, and I know there's some similar themes going around as well. Um, I think it's important to remind you where we were a week ago for, for Shattern Public Schools on a Tuesday, um, two Tuesdays ago, we were dismissing students for spring break. This whole COVID thing, you know, we just had a, someone tested in the community, which turned out to be negative, but that's what started uh, the discussions. Those discussions led to more discussions on Wednesday. Long story short, after several meetings, all of a sudden they're restricting visitors at the state basketball tournament. They're canceling uh, sport events, not only in the state, but nationally. Um, by Saturday and Sunday, all kinds of, of national events were being canceled. Um, and so we met as an admin team on Sunday developed a plan um, with the support of all of the ESU superintendents um, in our panhandle. Um, and it was going to be with travel restrictions. And we went home at about 5.30 and we had a plan and we were good to go for school on, on Monday. And then we get home two hours later, everything's canceled. And so I've just kind of been logging some notes about just how crazy this was. So when it was canceled, we we're told, well, don't we don't want staff to come into the building. We wanted to do kind of for safety. We wanted to check everyone's come back from spring break. Uh, teachers weren't, you know, available um, that week before. So we had Panhandle Public Health step in, help us with some clearance and some guidelines. Long story short, it was Wednesday of the next week before teachers actually came into the building. And the question is, well, how are we going to do this thing called remote learning? So um, I just think it's amazing what teachers and educators, and this goes for across the country, um, but I'm telling you, the, the, the teachers, the timeline we had them on this, this last week has just been uh, ridiculously short for them to completely put together new teaching strategies, new assessments, using technologies they've never used. Um, and here's our proposal that we've come up with this is subject to change. There's a whole lot of things that could change this. Um, one is we haven't presented this to the school board. They're going to meet um, for us here in just a couple evenings uh, for review and, and uh, hopefully acceptance of this. So um, I'm going to show you the guidelines that I sent out to teachers. I was literally working. I think I presented this yesterday morning to teachers via email and changed it and added it through the night last night. Um, and I'm going to share it for our public here now. Um, so f to answer a few questions, <clears throat> and I'll post this document on the blog so you can take the time to read it, but with this video, you can pause any time to read some of this um, as well. Um, but every senior still has the opportunity to graduate on time just as they did before the school closure. That's, that's a given. We know that's, um, we're not going, nobody's going to get hurt on credits because of this. Um, however, students, when I, I had a Zoom meeting with all the seniors um, a couple of days ago, and they, some of them asked the question about, well, what if we were in an elective class and we don't need it for graduation? Can we just not do the remote learning? And I thought about it, and I have reasons why I would recommend they stay in it. 
Um, especially for a week or two. We don't, you know, at this time, I don't know if students are going to be back in the building in a couple of weeks. I doubt it, but I don't know that. Um, and within two weeks, that would give them time uh, to see what mastery uh, learning looks like, what those expectations are. Um, they can still show the full progress on the, uh, their college transcripts. Um, but just to give us some time to see what other state and official announcements will come out. So, um, But the bottom line is I think they can choose to not participate and that's because um, our Department of Education relaxed some of the state laws with instructional hours. Um, of course, the state testing uh, is another one that they've relaxed, and we've canceled that for the spring. Um, so I think, I think that'll be the case, and I'll make sure that it's not just a student asking for it. Um, you can see up here, I'm going to make sure that we have parent approval if students choose not to. Um, it, as an example, if you choose not to participate in the rest of the semester, which is just this fourth quarter, uh, then that means you don't get any credits, obviously, for the fourth quarter. We would give you for the, the half credit that you accomplished during third quarter. Um, that's all you'd see on your transcript. So it's a good question, and, and um, parents, that's something for you to think about as well. Um, anyways, mastery learning. So that's the concept we're moving to. In a nutshell, um, mastery learning is teachers, are, we want them to identify those important, uh, those state standards that they haven't um, taught yet this semester. Um, different topics and different subjects, and they're going to identify um, um, this mastery level of performance, like what what do I have to do on this project or assignment to meet mastery, that it's good enough, that it's accepted, that I'll be on grade level for next year in this topic on this standard. And so that's what teachers were working on uh, this week. I know they're working on it still. They'll work on it through the weekend. They're trying to identify those standards, and they're coming up with the assignments and the, the projects uh, as we speak. With mastery learning, you're checking for uh, mastery. So you either met mastery or you did not meet mastery. And so that changes our grades a little bit. So I don't think we're going to see percentage grades at all for fourth quarter. Um, for high school, that's not a big deal. We, those are grade reports. Um, that's, we, we work for transcripts, which are about credits. So that's kind of what mastery is in a nutshell. Um, now, we had to identify classes that we were going to offer. We prioritized our English, math, science, and we got most of our social studies. We might have all of them <clears throat> that were previously um, in progress before this closure that happened at the end of third quarter for us. Um, so we've identified those. Our, our goal is to make sure that students um, are still um, working towards grade level, that they're ready at grade level next year, that we can still uh, have everything aligned to state ass assessments and ACTs, even though they're not this spring, um, that they'll be ready for those next year at those appropriate levels. <clears throat> so our goal is for students to continue their academic progress and be prepared for successes at the next grade level for their courses next fall. For some of our seniors, of course, that might mean college as well. Now, the hard part was we had to identify the courses, um, which actually wasn't hard to identify them, but we had to have discussions on what courses just would not appropriately be offered uh, through a remote, through online learning. Um, and so um, we did have to come up with a list, and here's, here's a list you're going to see of, of the classes that, and you'll see some highlights in there. Those are my notes of no final decisions on some of those. Like one is world geography. We can we can offer it. Um, I don't know if it's the priority uh, whether we will yet or not. I'll make that decision early next week. But classes like you know it makes sense. I think woods, um, drafting, construction, those project based classes. We just can't offer them 
um, to a quality level of instruction that we would have got if in person. Um, we will. We do have some plans for some of the vocal and instrumental classes where we can provide some uh, individual lessons, but it's not going to make for their classes uh, to continue in the same way. We will be offering a PE, but we're going to um, kind of thin down the number of offerings. We just we have some seniors that need a PE credit that they were working on already this semester, and they have to get that other half credit. Plus, I think it's just a healthy thing to offer, and so. Um, and I don't know how the, uh, that'll be graded. Again, there's no uh, the grading and, and uh, um, participating in this is, is going to change. We're looking at participation and mastery, uh, which changes the focus just a little bit. So some of these decisions were easy because some of them were uh, quarter classes only. In other words, they hadn't even started yet. So that's where um, ninth transition and speech nine are examples of those. Those students hadn't even been in those classrooms yet. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, waive those classes right now. Um, I do know like ninth transition, I, I'm very confident I'm just going to waive that requirement uh, so they don't have to um, retake that class next year. Speech nine, I'm thinking some students might want to take that next year, but I don't think it's going to be required for them to do so is where we're leaning. Uh, we'll make that final decision here this, this spring, but um, right now I'm thinking it might just be voluntary whether they want to take speech nine, but I don't know that yet until I have some discussions with staff. Uh, moving forward. And then I mentioned World Geo. World Geo, we can offer it for the students that are in that class. Um, we're not, uh, I think we're, I don't think we have to um, for some of the requirements. Um, so we're kind of waiting to see like that. Um, students, if you were in woods, manufacturing, uh, advanced woods, welding, you have projects and materials here in the shop. We know that. Uh, there will be a time coming up. Just give us a, a couple of weeks and there will be a time where we can schedule for you to come pick those up. Um, it's just right now, unless you need it um, immediately, uh, give us a call. But otherwise, if you'll just give us a week or two, we'll have you come pick those up. Um, and, I, and I don't know the plans after that. So that's kind of what we're, we're thinking right now. So we're hoping to start with some remote learning uh, this Monday, March 23rd. <clears throat> Not all classes will be offered on Monday. The other thing we had going on here locally was... We had teachers finally get into the building. Finally, we're able to come to school on Wednesday of this week. That was just a couple of days ago. And while we're doing Zoom meetings with them, we get blizzard warnings coming across um, for this area. And so that changed plans again, and we were unable to meet face-to-face -face, uh, for the rest of the week. Um, so I, some teachers need just a little more time. They're learning the technologies, and they still have to um, get textbooks to students, and we're working on that. So we need next week, Monday, for some of our classes just to kind of hold off. So we'll stagger those classes. I'm guessing all of our offerings will be in probably by Wednesday. Um, but truthfully, a lot of them, because we're one-to-one -one with Chromebooks, a lot of our uh, classes were already using Google Classroom in different formats of um, using technology in the classroom, and then it's, it's pretty easy for them to roll into Monday and, and offer uh, instruction. So I've left that up to the teachers if they feel uh, confident enough that they can start on Monday. Otherwise, they'll stagger them in. More will come in on Tuesday. More will come Wednesday. They'll probably all be on board then. <clears throat> Students, if you do need to come in, if you haven't already, to say you'll need a textbook. Uh, you left, I know a lot of you leave your textbooks, say, in the science room or in the English room, because uh, they're big and thick, and you, if you don't have to carry them home each night, so you leave them in there on shelves. 
So you're going to need those. So for any of the textbook needs, uh, if you calculator, personal items, things out of your PE locker, um, we will let you come in and get everything you need at once. Um, and we can do that next week. Um, a lot of you have already. So uh, simply give us a call, let us know, email, whatever it takes so we know you're coming because our, our building is locked. So when you get to the front doors of the high school, what we've been doing is we have a staff member that meets you there. The staff member will escort you and they've got the, the bottle of disinfecting sp spray, the, the, the bleach and the, and the rag so we can kind of wipe down and we can make sure that we're modeling the uh, six foot or more distance. Um, we bring you in individually. Parents, no, we're not. We don't allow you to come in at this time. It's just not necessary. You can you can call our offices if you have questions or email. I do ask for your patience. We need a little time to kind of get started. We've been, as you can imagine, very busy, um, and you've been super supportive. And I really thank you. But uh, we won't have access for non-staff or uh, other personnel to come into the building during a, a school closure, however long it may last. <clears throat> Transcripts, grading, and credits during remote learning. Well, one thing about high school, we're different than K through 8 because um, grades, I mean, not that grades aren't important, but the percentage grade doesn't matter for us. It's just whether they pass or not anyway. So in high school, it's about, it's about credits and obtaining credits on a transcript. It's really not, it has nothing to do with, uh, getting a diploma doesn't have any dependence on a percentage grade of a semester or a quarter. Um, so anyways, the semester cor courses, if you were in a semester course uh, up until the end of third quarter and it's no longer being offered, we're just going to give you the full semester credit. And we'll base that, you know, as far, again, we don't have to go in on transcript and put in whatever your percentage grade was. Um, but for you, your GPA will remain the same as it was based on the third quarter, the end of the third quarter. So you'll get full credit for the semester if we're no longer offering the class that you were in that should have been meeting. <clears throat> um, for the other classes, once a student has met mastery um, in those remaining standards that teachers are identifying now, um, they will receive their full credit for the semester. Um, so what I think it's going to look like, and I don't know this for sure, but I think on a report card, you're going to see the third quarter, that percentage grade is still there. But for the fourth quarter, I don't think you'll see a percentage grade. I think you'll just say, um, you'll just have a statement in there whether they met or not met the remaining standards uh, and expectations for the rest of the class. Uh, students can earn half or full credit for their courses depending on their ability to complete mastery. Um, the end of our school year is going to be May 22nd. That's our goal. Um, and hopefully, we don't get a lot of changes with state guidance or health officials uh, so we can continue to roll with remote learning. Um, I've got some examples down here of, and again, this will be posted on the blog, but say a student, student A here, they had a 94% uh, during their third quarter of their semester class. So in the fourth quarter, they just need to continue on and, and uh, complete the work to the level of mastery so that they can show they have met the needs of fourth quarter, then they'll get the full awarded credit. The, the, they'll pick up the remaining half credit from fourth quarter, so that's how they'll end up getting this, this one full credit. Uh, student B, here's an example where um, a student maybe um, uh, passed, you know, I just put in there with a D for third quarter, but then they didn't meet, they didn't follow through, you know, because we can't be over their shoulder now that they're 
uh, doing remote learning and they didn't complete the work. They didn't do it to the expectations of mastery. And so it was a not met on their report card. Um, we will give them the credit, the half credit that they earned third quarter, but we're not going to give them additional credits when they didn't meet um, the mastery in, for the fourth quarter. Uh, student C, um, this was a really interesting point that was brought up by one of the teachers, says, you know, sometimes students fail the third quarter by a little bit, but then they do so good on the fourth quarter that they end up getting the full credit. And so we want to allow that opportunity for students. How we're going to do that, I don't know. But so in this example, the student gets a 67% for us. That 70% is, is passing for the third quarter. And then they do a good job. They meet all of our expectations. Um, we're going to get together, teacher and myself, um, and we'll have a, a visit about was it good enough work, those kind of things, so that we can give opportunities to go ahead and get that full credit. Um, so just do a nice job with your remote learning students. And in fact, I really think that some of our students are going to thrive in what's, what's going to be presented to them because it's not going to be the same curriculum. It's not going to be as much homework, worksheets, those kind of things. It's going to be more project assignments. There will probably be some, uh, uh, there might be daily practice still. Um, but how it's being assessed is differently, and you can work at your own pace, at your own time during the day. Um, so I really think some students are going to thrive this next quarter. <clears throat> Completion of the classes. Um, this is where, you know, it's just going to be different. And what I'm, what I'm leaning to or what I'm going to try to explain is students are going to complete their classes at all different dates this spring. There's going to be some um, courses uh, where students can work ahead, and maybe they're done mid-April, late April, 1st of May. Um, we want them done by May 22nd is, is our goal. Um, but they could be in the same class. Sally and Tom are in the same English class. Sally finishes and is done in April 20th. And Tom takes another week. That's that's going to happen, and we're okay with that. Um, what that depends on, though, is the teachers developing curriculum and having the project and assignments listed um, to finish out. And I'm I'm telling you, teachers are working really hard just to get brand new assignments and projects for next week. I'm quite sure that they don't have all of the assignments and projects for the remainder of the semester yet. So give the teachers some time. It's going to take us uh, two or three weeks. Um, we're going to make sure we provide teachers with support and time to continue to uh, develop curriculum. Uh, they still have to practice this new instruction mode as well. And again, they're using technologies they've never used to deliver content. Um, so we'll begin Monday. A lot of what you're going to see next week is just uh, enrichment activities and review. Um, and then we're going to you know, figure out how to get progressing and moving through the new material um, so I, I think probably by mid-April, teachers probably will have most of the projects posted uh, where students can really start working ahead. So uh, that's what teachers are working on right now. Just be patient with us as we're building that, as they're building that. Um, anyways, when you're done with, with all of your classes, the, the checkout system is going to be the same. You're just going to schedule the appointment so we can meet you at the front door, and we'll individually take care of uh, having you come in, return all your materials, equipment, textbooks, pay any fines for lunch or library um, that you had um, before the school closure, et cetera, everything normal. 
graduation, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you other than it's still on the table. Um, it's still listed as May 9th at 1 p.m. Um, I think you understand. We simply have to wait. We have some ideas on how we can do some other things. Um, but if we're allowed to group smaller than 10, that's really going to change the look of a ceremony. Uh, hopefully, across this nation that we, and in our communities, we really abide to these travel restrictions, these self-quarantines, the uh, social and physical distancing that we're doing so that um, come this time, maybe it'll be lifted and we can have our ceremony, whether it's in the gym, outside, in open space. We'll figure it out when we get there. I'm just not ready for that yet. So the schedule that um, I provided for teachers is going to look completely different as well. Um, they're going to teach anytime throughout the day. Um, they might even be responding to emails in the evenings. I don't know. Um, but students, you can do your work anytime, 24 hours, seven days a week that you want to do those activities that are posted for you to work on. What we want to provide is an opportunity for, for teachers to communicate with their classes in live formats. And one of those is going to be using Zoom. Um, Zoom Communications is a technology um, that was built. <clears throat> I've participated in a lot of Zoom meetings in the past, but I've never hosted one until the last week. And this is how we've been conducting our staff meetings. This is also how I conducted a, uh, um, a senior class meeting earlier this week. Um, Zoom, the biggest thing about Zoom is it, you can get, it was built for high quality video, even over poor internet connections. Um, I think their servers might get overloaded with everyone teaching off of their format, and not that everyone will, but uh, we'll see how it works. But so far, we've been very pleased. I'm providing um, a schedule of when teachers can do live broadcasts. So um, in other words, I don't want a student, let's say um, a student is in biology and algebra two, and both of those teachers are trying to do a live Zoom meeting with those two classes. And so what this is, is a schedule saying, if there are, <coughs> excuse me, if there are any live broadcasts, we don't want to step on each other. So the block one office hours when they can do their Zoom meetings is going to be at nine. Block two will be at 1015. Um, you'll notice we built in time in the morning <clears throat> from eight to nine where teachers can Zoom with each other. Uh, our ESU 13 has been very supportive and they're going to be providing some Zoom uh, virtual office times as well, where maybe just math teachers are getting on sharing instructional ideas. Um, maybe it's just the science teachers, et cetera. So we'll have, and this is also where our, our high school staff meetings will take place. Um, we do those via Zoom as well already now. All right. So anyways, uh, heads up, let's say you're in, um, let's say you're in a math class in the math class. It doesn't mean they're going to do a Zoom every day at say during block two. They might only have the Zoom, the live broadcast, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's two or three times a week. So that's all up to the teachers on how they utilize that. Most of the learning will be through Google Classroom and Google Drive like our students are familiar. Um, student progress reporting. I think Infinite Campus, This I'm not sure what this is going to look like on that end for teachers or, or excuse me, for parents to be able to uh, look and see where the student is at. Um, I would... Seriously, it's just not hasn't been a priority for us to get to yet because we haven't had assignments and we're still building, uh, uh, making curriculum changes and building projects and um, assignments. Um, so I'm just saying that I encourage uh, parents and students just to email with their teacher um, anytime you have questions or you want to see an, um, a progress report until we get to that, um, which probably within the next week or so we'll start working on figuring out uh, how Infinite Campus looks and, and how we can record that. Uh, real quickly, office hours. I'm not fully staffed at the high school. We don't have everyone um, in here. We normally do. 
uh, roughly we'll have the office covered eight to four. Um, you might have to use emails if you're not getting us to answer the phone. Some of you have already found that out. It's, it's just, um, it, it's hard for us to, to man the phones at this time. So again, a lot of this is subject to change. There's a few things I think could uh, create the changes. I want to put a plug in real quick for all of the different reminds accounts of the different schools. Every school principal has their own remind account. It is such an easy thing for parents. And truthfully, I have a lot of community members that um, are on my account. Um, you text to the number 81010, and then you go down here and you find the code. If you want on Mr. Max for the high school announcements, you type that verbatim in the message and you hit send, and it'll let you know whether you did it right. If you want to be on the intermediate one, just in the message, it's the same number up here, 81010. You simply type in the at symbol, CIS parents, and you can get on anyone's uh, remind account there as well. Let me find you again. <clears throat> there you are. So hopefully this kind of helps unveil um, a little bit what we think it's going to look like. And I'm telling you, this is so rough. Uh, I was working on it late last night, uh, finalizing some of this. So I hope it addresses some of your questions, uh, gives you an idea where we're going to start. Uh, my assumption is students will probably need to be coming to the building sometime starting Monday, scheduling appointments to get some textbooks if they don't have those already. So that's where we're at. Thank you for your patience. Um, thank a teacher for what they're doing right now. This is really unprecedented. We're really proud of them. Um, with that, stay inside. There's practice social distancing, wash your hands, follow all those as well. Um, take a look at the uh, at the at my blog site, Shattern Public Schools. Uh, .org and, and click over on my blog site for some information and videos as well. So thanks for your time. Remote learning begins next week. Wish us luck.